Blog Talk Radio. I want to tell you something. God will give you some things. God will give you some things in the night seasons. God will speak some things in your heart. And those things that he speaks into your heart will be things you can go back to time and time again. And they'll sustain you in the storm. Welcome to The Best is Yet to Come with Pastor Brad Morgan. Along with great victories in our life, often there comes periods of struggle. Today's message continues a series of teachings from the life of the prophet Elijah. It's good being with you today. This is Pastor Brad Morgan, and we're dealing with the life of Elijah. And what an amazing person he was, what an amazing prophet that he was, and how God raised him up and we don't really know his his history up to the time he showed up to be a prophet, but uh, God used him to to touch and to bring change to the nation of Israel. We begin in last week in in First Kings chapter nineteen, and this is right after he had won the the battle and had killed 450 false prophets and he saw the rain and the rain began to come through that rain there came a supernatural strength to his life you know many times after a great victory we can become vulnerable and there can be a great attack but god is going to sustain him through this attack Starting in verse 5, it says, Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Now, Elijah had been going through a prolonged battle for three and a half years and I believe that there's a weariness that had come into his life as a result of this of this battle. God sent an angel. And I've noticed in the scriptures that when we're walking through tests, when we're walking through trials, that God can ha- have an angel that's involved in our lives. I believe that every believer has an angel, has a personal angel. And so in verse 5, this suddenly, you know, he's sleeping under a broom tree. You know, there was another prophet in the in the Old Testament that slept under a broom tree. And that was Jonah. After he commanded the Ninevites to repent and they repented, uh, Jonah got mad at God and he was sleeping under a broom tree. And, and he was feeling sorry for himself. But I'm so glad that God in his mercy, came to Elijah. And it says the angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. So so there's a supernatural strength that came, but he also told him to get up, to get up. In other words, be about what I've called you to be. I'm I'm going to give you a new assignment for your life. You've ended one season and you're coming into another season. So I want you to rise 
and then I want you to eat. You know, the Bible says to taste and see that the Lord is good. So he, he's going to begin to eat. He's going to begin to get revelation concerning his life and revelation concerning where he's going. And uh, the, the next thing that he, he receives is he receives supernatural provision, supernatural. And I really believe that we're in a season where the saints are going to receive supernatural provision. They're going to receive provision that they didn't labor for, or maybe they did labor for it, but it, it wasn't expected. It was unusual provision, supernatural provision. And then supernatural, in verse 6, he lay down again. So supernatural rest. God is going to provide a rest for the people of God, and they're going to be able to learn. They're going to learn how to come unto Jesus. The scripture says, come unto Jesus, all you who labor and are heavy burdened, and I will cause you to rest. Jesus can cause us to rest. We can take his yoke and his burden, which is light. Verse 7, and the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. And I love this, that God knows when we've been going through a hard season, and he'll come back and he'll touch us more than one time. He told him to rise. Again, he reminded him to get up and eat. And eat. See, we have to come to the Word of God. We have to spend time in this Word because this Word is able to strengthen and fortify our lives. And uh, I was uh, reading an interesting scripture today that I wanted to share with you out of Deuteronomy chapter 28. And I believe this is something that possibly came into. Elijah's life. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. And he, he said, this is one of the reasons the curse came upon you, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. In other words, the things I called you to do you did them, but you weren't willing. The scripture says in Isaiah chapter 1, if we're willing and obedient, we'll eat the good of the land. And, you know, we can get caught in just doing things and doing what we feel like the Lord's told us to do, but we're being obedient, but we're not being willing. There's not a willingness in our life, and we're not serving God out of joy or serving God out of obligation. And I believe this had come to Elijah's life that he had he was serving he was serving the Lord out of obligation and not out of joy. But now God is strengthening him. And he he went verse eight, he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights as far as Horeb the mountain of God. Oh, boy, that was some food. 
I want to tell you something. There's no food that I've eaten that has lasted me 40 days and 40 nights. Now, 40 has to do with testing. I want to tell you something. God will give you some things. God will give you some things in the night seasons. God will speak some things in your heart. And those things that he speaks into your heart will be things you can go back to time and time again, and they'll sustain you in the storm. And they'll sustain you as you're coming out of the storm. And there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. And he said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? I've discovered something. Whenever God asks us a question, I've discovered that we don't know the answer. What are you doing here actually meant you're not supposed to be here. So he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. In other words, he felt like he was the only prophet. He felt like he was the only one in Israel that was doing right. He had a loner spirit about him. You know, it's amazing. We can be a man of God or a woman of God, and it doesn't mean that we're right about everything. We can still have some things in our lives that need adjustments. So in verse 11, it says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire a still, small voice, means a delicate, whispering voice. Now, God can be in all these things. God can be in the wind. God can be in the fire. You know, the, the, the church was started with tongues of fire. Acts chapter 4 talks about that the wind of God blew so strongly as they were praying that it shook the building. But this time, God didn't come to Elijah that way. God came to him in a whispering voice, and God came to him in a voice of love. Now that's the amazing thing uh, that I discovered many years ago, and I've had to discover this more than one time, and God loves me unconditionally. It's not based on my performance. He, he loves me. And so he was letting Elijah know that he loved him. Verse 13, so it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? You know, and it's amazing. Sometimes we need God to speak and we need him to speak quickly. And I noticed in this passage that God did that. He said, what are you doing here? So he said again, I've been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenants, torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. 
Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, anoint Hazel as king over Syria. Also you shall anoint Jehu, the son of Nimshi, as king over Israel, and Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. It shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Hazel, Jehu will, will kill. And whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. Yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. Now it's very interesting that he told him that he would be doing things, and actually some of those things that he told him that he would be doing he never did them. He never did them in his life. But actually, Elijah was the one that did these things. And that tells me something about God. When we raise up sons and daughters, the work that they carry on is also credited to us. And the other thing he told him is he said, you're not the only one. There's many, 7,000, that have not bowed their knees and that have not kissed Baal. In other words, I have a remnant. I have, I have a people that are serving me. Verse 19, so he departed from there and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the 12. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again for what I have done to you. So Elijah turned back from him, and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. Now, he got rid of the equipment. The equipment was the means that he made a livelihood, but he got rid of the equipment. He was saying, Elisha was saying, this is a defining moment and I'm not going to look back, but I'm going to move forward into all God has for my life. So in, in 1 Kings chapter 19, God meets Elijah. God touches him through angels, through revelation, through telling him to, to arise. God adjusts his thinking, and God recommissions him for the next season in his life. I want to tell you something today. What seems like the end of the road might just be a place of a new beginning. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I'd like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There is a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, 
P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you. And thanks for listening.